This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Great to have you, Michelle. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me, Buck. So I was just talking before before you called in. I was I was talking to everybody about this piece in the New York Times on Rick Perry that basically says uh, Rick Perry is a dumb hick. He doesn't even know what the Energy Department is. We talked to this guy who says so. Now it's come out that guy is the guy that they based it on. Didn't say that or says that it's completely taken out of context. Statements by Rick Perry in public show he does know what the Energy Department does. Does the New York Times run a run a retraction, or do they just keep keep rolling with this fake news? Well, they'll just keep rolling with it. That that's how they roll. That's how they operate. And there's a reason why. For many years, I've called them the fish wrap of record, which actually is an insult to fish because they're way too good to be wrapped by that <laughs> piece of excrement. Um, but look, I mean, for so long, and I've worked in. Um, the so-called mainstream media now for some 25 years. I've worked in newsrooms side by side with people like this to pretend that they are arbiters of neutrality and objectivity um, and, and, and end up being, you know, the worst kind of, of operatives in, on the political scene. And they have long had the character or narrative in their mind that conservatives and Republicans are stupid and they will do everything in their power to reinforce that fake news. I started out at NBC as a videotape researcher buck in 1992, and there would be producers that would come to us and explicitly say, uh, find us video of Republicans looking stupid. This is how they gathered, quote unquote, news. And you have the Washington Post also mocking a uh, agricultural secretary nominee they had for Walter, uh, I'm sorry, for um, the guy who's coming in as the agricultural secretary, they're saying that he, uh, Trump picks former Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue, who once led a prayer for rain for agriculture secretary. This is a headline on the Washington Post. That is obviously supposed, uh, yet again, this is like putting parentheses around it saying, because he's an idiot. Yeah, right. Now, if he were a Native American, they would be extolling him as a um, And and, and of course, they they won't, these people in the media won't go back and and look at uh, the past eight years when they looked at the other way at all of the idiots that were in every nook and cranny of the Obama administration. Um, And really, why don't we subject them to an IQ test and see how smart these people end up being? Well, we know the results. And I mean, I could go on. They they even have the, the post calling David Gelertner a, quote, fiercely anti-intellectual computer scientist who might become a Trump science advisor. Yeah, he's a Yale University professor. He's fiercely anti-intellectual. I mean, they, we, we could just go all day on The Washington Post and The New York Times. But, Michelle, I, I want to get to the inauguration because I know you're going to be down there covering it uh, for CRTV.com. And you've written a piece on Town Hall that says, look, uh, there could be some crazy stuff. You know these leftist loon groups very well. You cover them extensively. You've written about them. What do you think we're going to see? And then what could we see if things really get out of line? 
Well, um, I'm holding my breath. I am here in D.C. We're going to be doing a live stream for CRTV.com uh, for our own inauguration coverage, and, and we'll have people out on the ground um, covering every part of, of D.C. And, and these protests, I think, are going to um, really be quite a handful for law enforcement here, and I'm praying for each and every one of them because over the last couple of decades, I've seen both sort of the so-called mainstream protests and the way in which they have enabled and provided cover for uh, a lot of extreme and violent elements. And uh, James O'Keefe has done great work in, in um, exposing some of their plans, um, but that certainly isn't going to dissuade uh, many of these hardcore black bloc types from doing everything in their power to sow uh, the seeds of anarchy and chaos. And we've seen it in past Republican and Democrat national conventions. We've seen it at the WTO riots in Seattle, where uh, I worked for the Seattle Times and, and saw uh, the kind of troublemaking that they do, the property damage, the vandalism, uh, and the ways in which law-abiding people, and, and especially small business owners, um, are the worst hit. So um, the other thing, of course, is that, the, the, that this is going to be an, a special magnet uh, for every last grievance monger on the left um, to earn their 15 minutes of fame, the ways in which that social media and uh, the, the, the potential and incentive of virality um, has exacerbated the security problem, I think, um, also has to be on the table on the radar screen. And so, you know, at every level, law enforcement is going to be trying to um, prevent this kind of stuff from happening. Um, but it's going to be a cauldron here tomorrow, Buck, I have to tell you. I- I may be asking an impossible question because I'm not sure there's one answer or really there's there's any any answer that you could anyone can come up with to explain this. But it, it seems so clear that these groups that you mentioned and you, you mentioned the, the black block tactic that some of these leftist anarchist protests use. It all comes from the left of the political spectrum. There are tie-ins to SEIU. You can go to some of these, even the, the craziest, looniest, most violent and destructive protests in this country, and they have very nice, shiny placards that are uniform because they've been printed out somewhere. And I've seen some of the same ones at anti-cop protests as at Occupy Wall Street and Black Lives Matter. And then you'll all of a sudden see these people that, yeah, there's the socialist you know, workers of the world unite signs, and then there's also SEIU signs. So this comes from the left, and yet when things go really bad, and hopefully they won't at the inauguration, I know you're down there covering it for CRTV.com, but when things go really bad, the left doesn't have to own it. How is that? You know, it's always like some fringe element, but yet it's always from the left. Yes, and, and that is a very trenchant observation about these signs, because some of those answer signs have been around since the Bush years, and they use the same font. I think they, it's called rent-a-mob font. You know, there's Helvetica, there's Times Roman, there's Rent-A-Mop font. Um, and the, obviously a lot of, of the funding and, and many of, of the conservative websites have, have reported and disclosed a lot of this funding does come from George Soros, but not all of it. Um, but ultimately, as I, as I raised in the, in the column that I wrote, you cannot say that it is fringe. And, and there are people on the ground who have been participants in these kinds of protests who have acknowledged that, yes, it is both the tacit and explicit tolerance of the so-called mainstream protests that make those fringe elements possible, and it's really not fringe at all. They've mainstreamed that kind of anarchy. And then at the political level, I pointed out that you have Democrat progressive mayors like Gene Kwan in Oakland who allowed those anarchist elements um, who hijacked uh, the protests there um, to terrorize that city. Or Stephanie Rawlings-Blake, uh, a, a classmate of mine at Oberlin College, who designated safe space 
the Reuters. Ultimately, the responsibility for that kind of social justice anarchy lays at the feet of the Democratic Party leadership itself. Uh, you went to Oberlin. I went to Amherst. There were commies all over the place. Weren't <laughs> there? It's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah. These small colleges, they're just it's like they're little satellite campuses from the Soviet Union, even though it's no more. Um, Michelle, uh, everyone can watch your coverage of the inauguration. Uh, where should they go? CRTV.com tomorrow, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern, and we'll be doing nighttime coverage from 7 to 9. We're going to have a lot of fun. My partner in crime will be Dan Bongino, so we're, we're, uh, we're going to offer something different. Give Dan a high five for me. Tell him I send my best, and he's Hello. a great American, and I'm proud to know him. And uh, conservative blogger, syndicated columnist, Michelle Malkin, great to have you. Thanks so much for calling in today. Take care. Thanks, Buck. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 